The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and the Raiders are 6-2. and two. Unbelievable. At this point of the season, we beat the Bucks. It was a near heart attack for this fan. I'm going to hit on that and more here on show 472. All right, Raider Nation, before I get into this show, here goes. Heavenly Father, I just I just ask that you watch over the Raider Nation, all those that are hurting, all the, those that are in need, all those that have prayers that they've sent out through Facebook and other social media. Father God, I just know that you are a God of infinite power, created the universe, and you can certainly watch over the Raider Nation. Also, Lord, a special prayer for our quarterback, Derek Carr, a Christian man, a man who has no shame in dedicating your name in all that he does. We are truly blessed to have him lead this team. And one more thing, would you just watch over our team, keep them safe, keep them free from injury, and guard their hearts on their way through the rest of the season? In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have. Well, there's a tidbit about the Raider Stadium in Las Vegas. I'm going to hit on that just a little bit. And the post game for this near heart attack for this fan. I was popping Tums and high blood pressure medicine like it was Halloween candy. And of course, we'll do a pregame for, yes, you know it, the Bronco Hose are coming to the black hole. I've got some concerns, but yet, I really don't. We'll hit on that for sure. And then the bone line is a-poppin' like it always is as the Raider Nation comes in strong, like always. And that should wrap up the show. So, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Like I said, a tidbit on the new stadium deal. It's no deal. Uh, a guy named Sheldon Adelson uh, seems to be the mouthpiece in this bizarre uh, turn of events. However, there are other names involved here. Uh, one of them is the old owner of the MMA network that was sold for over a billion dollars. That is the guy who truly wants a stadium deal in uh, Las Vegas, and he is the driving force behind this entire deal. Uh, he has always been kind of a Raider fanatic, and he would love to have the Raiders there, and I think his true desire is to own the team, and Mark Davis is the one who is keeping this from happening because I don't think he really wants to sell uh, control of the organization. I hope not because this bonehead from Las Vegas has no clue of how to run an organization, I wouldn't want his sticky little fingers anywhere near it. Uh, as much as I dislike the way Mark has gone about his business, the one thing he isn't is meddling in the team. He's letting Reggie McKenzie do it all. 
I can't even imagine having an owner putting his sticky little fingers in the day-to-day operations of the Raiders. It would be detrimental to this young team and to the destiny of our next Super Bowl. So stay tuned because uh, there'll be some more details coming out later. We don't want this to happen. Trust me, this owner would be bad news for the Raiders and the Raider Nation. All right, it's time for the post game for the Halloween Pirates. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, new boys on the block trying to be pirates. Well, they weren't even a popcorn fart when the Raiders came into the league. They weren't even a dream. They weren't even an idea when the Raiders came into being. Let's get on this game, shall we? The Raiders are 6-2. and two. 5-0 and zero on the road. Unbelievable way to start the year. If you would have told me this when I started, I wouldn't have believed it, the way our defense was playing. But in this game, the defense stood tall and dominated the Buccaneers, along with the offense. We won in overtime, believe it or not. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. This game had me popping Tums and high blood pressure medicine like Halloween Gande. Yeah, we dominated the Bucks for sure on both sides of the ball. It was unbelievable. What we did do, though, is give them over 200 yards and penalties, 23 penalties, a new NFL record. Oh, my gosh. Now, I have to say a few things about that because it's important. Back in the day, the Raiders had more penalties than their opponents. From 1969 to 1975, The Raiders averaged six penalties per game, which was more than all their opponents. But their record showed that uh, they were winners. They played through it, and that time was 70 wins, 21 losses, and seven ties. That stat says everything, and I think that says everything about how Jack Del Rio is handling the penalty situation. The Raiders have always been a heavily penalized team, Because we play on the edge. That's what we do. We play on the edge. And I see this team having the same soul as the Raiders of old. Jack doesn't care. So we have to overcome the penalties. Not to say that we should have so many. But that's how we're playing. We're playing like Raiders. Now... The pre-staff penalties, yeah, we got to get rid of those. We must get rid of the too many men on the field penalties, which we had two of, re-frickin-diculous, and an eligible player not reporting in. That happened twice as well. Those are ridiculous penalties that we should not be doing. I mean, those are the ones that are killing us. I don't mind that... Carl Joseph absolutely in, nailed anybody in the middle of the field, speared him, knocked him out. It's okay. I'll take those 15 yards. I've always said, if you won't get a penalty, make them pay. And Carl Joseph did that for sure. 
there were several penalties that, you know, I don't mind hard play. I mean, that's what the Raiders are built on. That's our MO from the 70s, as you could see. And that's okay. It's the stupid penalties that we, we should avoid. The ones I told you about. There's no reason for those. And they gave the Bucks 200 yards. That is the only reason that this game was even close. Look at these statistics. I'm, I'm just blown away. 27 first downs for the Raiders. 18 for the Bucks. The Raiders had 626 total yards. The Bucks, 270. The Raiders had 85 total plays. The Bucks, 61. And the yards per play, the Raiders, 7.4. The Bucks, 4.4. Passing yards, Derek Carr, 513 yards to, you know, Winston Cigarettes, 168. There was no, if you looked at these statistics and you didn't see the game, you would think that we actually destroyed the Buccaneers, which we did. But we also shot ourselves in the foot. I don't believe Jack Del Rio is focusing on those played, the penalties during the game. Okay, because those, those are from effort, extra effort. And I understand that because that's our MO, people. Anybody that's been a Raider fan ever and look at the history, we're the bad boys. We, you know, we did some crazy stuff in the 70s, most penalties in the league, and we beat everybody to death. I said this many, many times in many shows that I don't care if you get a penalty, but get some blood with it. I don't care if you get penalties, if you can make up for those and win the game. Well, this is a perfect example of that. Now, the Buccaneers were outgunned on every single play. I mean, Asawali, that seam pass, he almost made a touchdown. A touchdown pass to Donald Penn, who used to be a Buck, by the way, in your face. You know, (laughs) Derek Carr, 513 yards, four TDs. What can I say about that? The young man is doing his job. The offense is doing their job. There were some drop passes. There were some not getting your feet down. I mean, there are things that we can certainly clean up, but this team, those little details cleaned up, puts us on the way to a championship. Yes, on the way to a championship. It is so frustrating. This <laughs> this game, I'm sure somebody had to go to the hospital. Call in if you did. It was hard to watch. And then the fact that they went to overtime, I mean, I guess this is what football is. It, it, it drives an emotion. But man, oh man, this game was tough on my heart. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. Good job, Raiders. Way to pull it out. Way to go beyond the penalties. Way to play beyond those things and come up with the W. But there was no way we should have got a W here because we outdid, outgunned, outran the Buccaneers 3-1. to one, And they didn't even deserve to be on the same field. So the game looked close score-wise, but there was no contest on which team was better. Live from the DGDG.com studios, it's JT the Brick. The Raiders win in dramatic fashion. 
in Tampa Bay in overtime. The Raiders are now 6-2, 5-0 on the road. Raider Nation, unite! This is what you've waited for. This is the beginning of what could be something big with a huge opponent coming in, a massive opponent coming in on Sunday that's beatable. When the donkeys come to Oakland, the Raider Nation rallies. And this is a game that the Raiders should win. I repeat, Carver Simeon, I'll take that every day. And hey, I want to start off the show by congratulating not only the Raiders, but the organization on being away from home for a long time. Players and staff away from their families, they come back from Florida, dominating the state of Florida with two big, big wins to come back and get ready for a primetime game. Sunday night football on NBC, and the Raiders get a shot to show everyone around the country the highest-rated television show in all of television and put on a show and win at home. But this team is now ready. They put themselves in a position at 6-2 and two to be in a spot here to do something great this year. Not something good, something great. I told you 10 wins before the start of the season, and they're almost there. And with the remaining schedule, it sets up nicely for them. They are set up nicely to do something great the rest of the way. But they got to take advantage of home games, especially in the division. They were flat against Kansas City. In the rain, didn't play well, they got beat. That cannot happen against Denver. Everyone in the organization knows that the Denver game is the big one. It's the big one of the year, and the Raiders have to play better. The 23 penalties, completely unacceptable. The national media is mocking the Raiders today because of that. And possibly, rightfully so, because when you break a record that you never want to break, you have to take the pain. You have to take the heat for that. But to win after 200 yards and penalties on the road In the heat, it was much hotter, believe me, there on the field than it looked at on television. And the Raiders won that game because they were in better shape. The strength and conditioning of the Silver and Black won that game. I'm telling you, I was right there on the sidelines, and Tampa almost tapped out. They were done. They're all talking about this before the game, that they have three victories in 13 days. Why is that? Because they come off a win, they have the Raiders at home, and then they play on Thursday night. So they're all walking around with the swagger, their fans, that this was their launch. Their season's over. The season has been finished. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were put down by the Oakland Raiders. They're done for the year. We knew about that with Jacksonville. Now it's official with Tampa Bay. They're finished. And they're finished because of the way the Raiders beat them. Great job, Raiders. Great job, Raiders. Unbelievable. The defense played awesome. Best game this year. But again, we played against the lowly Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're 6-2. and two. That's all I got to say. We're coming home to play the Broncos. Man, oh man. I can hardly believe that we've got this. And they're 6-2. and two. Well, we're going to hit on that next. So let's move on. To the next story. Please, please, please. All right, it's time for that lovely pregame for the Denver Aparanka Hose. <laughs> They're coming. 
There's one thing I know for sure about this game. The Coliseum will be primed and ready. The Raider Nation will be in the house huge. It's my son's birthday, and I'm bringing him the game. It should be epic. A happy birthday, James, by the way. And I know the parking lot will be a rockin'. So here's what Denver's going to try to do to the Oakland Raiders. On defense, they are monsters, but they're monsters from game to game. They, they don't have to be a monster this game because every Sunday is different. However, their defense so far this season has gotten 26 sacks and they're plus five in turnovers. That's pretty good. That's very good as far as the defense goes. Now, they just played the Chargers and won 27-19, which tells me that we have a chance. We have a really good chance of beating these guys at home. And what a home victory that would be. We're one and two at home. And, uh, you know, we should be three wins. We're home. It's a home game. The one thing I can hope for is the team settles down, gets down to business, and has some pride and chills out and can play a complete game at home against these guys right here. This is what the Broncos like to do. They love to control the clock with the run game, short passes. See, they also have a yak offensive coordinator because a lot of their yards are yards after catch. They love that crease in the middle and use tight ends all day long, and they will do that to us if we allow them to. C.J. Anderson is a beast, and their zone scheme and their offensive line is very strong. Now, our defense is going to have to play their absolute best game of the season. We have to stop the run. We must stop the run. Now, I would love to get to their quarterback because he's a young guy with no experience, and he's feeling pretty cocky right now. Trevor Simeon's got 60% passing rating, which is not bad, but it's 21st in the league compared to Derek Carr and number 11 with 66%. Their defense, however, is strong in the backfield. Aqib Talib and T.J. Ward mean business. They're hard hitters, and they take the ball away. Talib has three interceptions so far this season. Their offense, you know, Virgil Green as a tight end, pretty strong guy. C.J. Anderson, Emmanuel Sanders, Demetrius Thomas, Norwood, Devontae Booker, all these names you've heard but we should be able to quell that with our offense. Now, their defense is strong, but I believe in my heart of hearts our offense is stronger. We must win this game on offense. They're going to try to win it on defense. We must take the ball away. We've got to win that turnover battle in Oakland with this team. Now, we should be able to get the ball out of C.J. Anderson's hands. He put it on the ground a few times, and he should be able to put it on the ground in Oakland. The Raiders are 6-2. The Broncos are 6-2. This is a clash of the Titans game, folks. This is a pivotal moment in both these franchises. And I can tell you the Denver Broncos think they have this in the bag. 
they are so full of pride. And if you watch their any of their videos, Kubiak and all his malarkey, his garbage, he looks like he swallowed the canary. This guy thinks for sure he's going to win. You could tell for sure. The team is very cocky. And it is a perfect opportunity for us to get down to business and get it done at home. There is no reason the Raiders cannot beat the Broncos at home unless we beat ourselves. We don't have to play the perfect game without penalties. We have to play the perfect game with penalties. We must play the game that we know we can play, which is a strong offensive game. We need to get ahead. We need to get ahead early. We need to put points on the board in the first quarter. We got to be ahead by a couple touchdowns. That's how we win this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Denver Broncos got a great defense. We have a great offense. We must take care of business on the offensive side of the ball. No drop passes, good blocking, no holding, move the ball down the field, control the time of possession, and we win this game. We must run the ball on them. Listen, you can talk all day about what's the best defense, what's the best offense. It doesn't make any difference in this contest because we're so evenly matched. Special teams is very close. Their kickers just like ours, just as good. The special teams are just as good. So that kind of offsets it. It's up to the offense and defense, folks. We're at home. We should win this game. And I'd love to see us win it convincingly. Send a damn message to the rest of the league that the Raiders are truly back in the saddle. Mark Schlereth, three-time Super Bowl champion, host on 104.3 The Fan in Denver, and host of the Stinkin' Truth podcast, which you can find on iTunes. It's absolutely awesome. Joins Joe Lowe and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Stink, good morning, and thank you for your time. Uh, How good does it feel to see that this Raiders silver and black rivalry with the Denver Broncos looks like it's coming back to the uh, top of the marquee when it comes to NFL rivalries? Yeah, I think it's great. And you guys know, and I say it all the time, man, just my my overall sports hate for the Oakland Raiders. You know, it's a good, healthy hate, right? That's, <laughs> that's how sports work. And, um, and, you know, and it's true. You know, I have I have that kind of sports hate for them. I know this. The league is a way better place when the Oakland Raiders are relevant. And they are relevant. They're damn good. Offensively, they're amazing. Derek Carr is, you know, arguably playing at an MVP level. Um, you look at what they've been able to do. Uh, it's it's going to be really interesting. And they have them kind of on the marquee Sunday night, Broncos, Raiders in Oakland, one of the nastiest, toughest places to play in all of football. Man, the fans are just crazy. They're all dressed up, and they are on you from the second you walk out, you know, to the second the game is over. So I, I love it. I love that they're – relevant right now i love that they're getting a prime time game there was you know my six years in denver playing it was every every year it was a monday night marquee matchup until the very end of my career where all of a sudden you know the raiders had slipped out but um it was a, a every monday night that you know you you count on it being on the schedule that's a marquee matchup that's a great rivalry and it's a shame because it's been gone for a decade um, where they have been kind of floundering. So it's so much fun to see it back. 
Um, it's fun to see them playing at a very high level on the offensive side of the ball. You know, they've got a lot of things they need to fix on the defensive side of the ball, but um, we'll see. You know, we'll see. I've got, you know, on my radio show, we got all kinds of Raider fans. We're talking smack all the time on my radio show, so we we shall see. You know, maybe we get humbled. Um, but, you know, there is that part of it. Are you ready to win these type of games? I think this is a, a, a huge, huge game for the Oakland Raiders because – Learning to win and and learning how to overcome, it, it's something in the NFL or in professional sports that, you know, you've got to go through some trial and error. And they have done it. They did it on the road against New Orleans. They did it on the road in overtime last weekend against Tampa Bay. This is not New Orleans or Tampa Bay's defense. So if they can come out of here and find a way to get a victory at home against the Denver Broncos um, and the defense of the Denver Broncos is going to roll out on them, I just that would be a tremendous win for them, and it would be maybe the seminal event that gets them over the top. Going, you know what, guys? I know we've won against these other teams, but now we know we can win against anybody. And I think that would be tremendous, uh, just a tremendous accomplishment if they could get that done. I'm going to be there with my son. I'm going to witness this game, and I expect a victory for the entire Raider Nation that is going to be screaming their lungs out at the Coliseum. And that's what I expect from all the fans, and I'm sure that they will deliver. I'm going to tell you, Wade Phillips, their defensive coordinator two games ago, got knocked out. (laughs) Yes, he did. He got his clock wrong on the sidelines, had a head injury. He came back last game, but what I'm saying is, these guys aren't all that. Let's not be afraid of the Broncos. Let's not fear this team. Let's go in there and beat them, like I said, on the ground, in the air, score early, keep scoring, and demoralize this team. Send a message. Send a message to the Chiefs, the Chargers again, and the rest of the boneheads we play this year that the Raiders are truly back, and we mean business. We can win this game, I have no doubt. In my heart, that if this team plays, if we play like we can play, if this defense steps up like it did last game, which I know it can, we can defeat this team. And I am looking forward to defeating the Broncos because their fans are coming. They're really boisterous. They're really cocky. I would love to have them go home with their heads down on the ground. (laughs) So let's do this, Raiders. I'm telling you we can do it, but like I said, we must control the ball and control the time of possession, score early, and keep scoring. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181, Let me remind the Raider Nation that the cursing is off limits uh, on the Raider Nation podcast. We've done a change. If you haven't noticed, um, it is for the good. It's for the good of the entire Raider Nation. There are children out there. You know, I, I have to apologize for the past, but I can't do nothing about it. I can do something about the future. Come on, Raider fans. You don't need those F-bombs to lay it out like you know you can. All right. Who's first on the line? Our first caller is Raider Jane from Big Bear, California. 
and I could not have started this show out better than her call. What is up, my girlfriend, Raiderette? Hi, guys. It's Raider Jane from Big Bear Lake, California. I'm recovering from a serious stroke, but we did it. We went to Florida, and we came back 2-0. Oh, what a game. Oh, my God. Thank goodness for that call that happened there at the very end for the Bucks. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just, like, in a trance right now. But, oh, it might not be perfect, but it's ours. And, man, Derek Carr, franchise record. Wow. What can I say? Go Raiders. Very well done. Couldn't have said it better myself. I thought I had to go to the emergency room a few times. I had a little chest pain. And I'm sure we're not alone. Thank you for the call, girlfriend. It's always good. And our next caller is the Mac Raider. He's in the house. What's up, my brother? What's good, Raider Greg? Just the Mac Raider. What's that name, Raider Randy? The Raider Nation. Stand up. How about that win, huh? I just wanted to say this. This game reminded me of them old-school Hanna-Barbera cartoons where you got Muttley and what's his name, Dastardly Dan. And they were always cheating against the good guys. Now, I'm not saying that the Bucks have cheated us, but we did kind of cheat ourselves. The good guys always won, and they were being cheated on. And if we didn't cheat ourselves, then we'd have beat this. We'd have won this game a long time ago, just like the previous game. But anyway, that was a hell of a game. Uh, one another thing I want to say, that touchdown pass to um, – uh, I forgot his name. I'm, I'm so pumped up. I'm, I'm forgetting our own players' names. To the uh, to the active Bucks player, our, our offensive lineman, who uh, Donald Penn. That was disrespectful to the Bucks. <laughs> I'm digging it. Yeah, baby. But um, oh, yeah, this is just the. Uh, uh, I'm not able to look past the penalties just because we won. But I mean, a win is a win. On to the Denver Broncos. Raider Raider. I mean, Raider Greg. Raider Randy. Raider Nation. I am out. That is so funny. A description of this game, a cartoon. It's totally perfect. I couldn't have thought of a better thing, bro. Well said. Um, Wow. And Donald Penn just in-your-faced it to his old team that let him go Back in 2013, and we picked him up, and there you go. In your face, Tampa. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is B-Town Raider. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Yo, yo, yo. This is Tone Loke from Bakersfield, California. They call me... B-Town Raider, first-time caller, always listening to the podcast. I just want to say Raiders. You know what? The the penalties were crazy. I mean, penalty here, penalty there, penalty there. I mean, it was annoying. But you know what? Raiders came out with the victory, and I'm happy 
six and two, and go Raiders. <clears throat> I just want to say Crabtree, Cooper, they are one, two, legit. They are legit. You know what? The defense held up tight, but the penalties they would do because they were too aggressive. I mean, Carl Joseph hit that guy, gave him a first down. I mean, come on, man. The penalties were killing us, but you know what? They just came out with the victory. I'm here with my son and my wife, and we win 6-2. and two. Let's go, Raiders. Please, 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 Raiders. Clean it up, but let's go, Raiders. All right, I'm out. B-Town Raider, Tone Loke, Bakersfield, California. Bye. Good call, brother. You know, I don't mind Carl Joseph doing that. I don't mind him going because I looked at those penalties and he left the ground three feet, four feet before he hit the player and he wasn't aiming at the head. He was just doing the Ronnie Lott, man. This is the kind of guy we want. We don't want anybody coming over the middle. And if they do, the first thing they think they're thinking is Carl Joseph is going to come and plant one right on them and take them out for the rest of their career. Oh, yeah, Carl Joseph, I'll take those penalties. I'll take them because you don't want these guys to be brave coming across the middle of the field like we've had for the last few years. Uh Uh-uh, I'll take that penalty because the next time that guy goes over the middle, he's going to have one thought and one thought only. I am going to get hammered. That's what we want, bro. Thank you for the call, man. And next, my very good brother, been calling in for years, the Pennsylvania Raider. Some nations, Pennsylvania Raider. Uh, I so many emotions going through my head right now, but that was probably the worst game I have ever seen. Probably the worst game I've ever seen. I mean, let's be honest. That was the 2008 Oakland Raiders. And somehow we managed to win the game. Set the NFL record for penalties in a game. Some were well-deserved, some not. But like stupid penalties, false starts, and too many men on the field. Uh, I mean, to preface what you said in the last podcast, Greater Greg, if if we think we're going to win the division with games like this, you're out of your mind. It's just not going to happen. That was a ugly, ugly, ugly win. And yes, I know a win is a win, but we have got to clean this up. I mean, that is inexcusable. We should have lost that game. We should have lost that game. But, you know, somehow we pulled it off, but that was like an Oakland Raider win from 2008. I don't have to go into the 08 season. You know what I'm talking about. But we got to clean it up. All right. It's Pennsylvania Raider. I'm out. Well, you know, the rest of the Raider Nation was right there with you, brother. But I think it's more like a team from the 70s. I think this is more of a Raiders team from the 70s that is going to overcome those penalties like we did before. Like I told you, the stat is crazy. 24-4 and four with the most penalties in the league ever. I'll take those penalties as long as we get the W. It was ugly for sure. And, you know, everybody had to go to the emergency room with hypertension. But, hey, I will take it. 
and I will take a win against the Broncos with the same number of penalties as long as the W is in the column, bro. Well, we'll see. I thank you for the call, man. We all feel the same way, man. And next, out of Oregon, Raider Schmidt's in the house. He's excited like the rest of us. What's happening, brother? Raider Nation. This is Raider Smitty out of Gresham, Oregon. It's been a long time since I called, but I just had to call about this game against Tampa. I don't know, man. I'm happy we got the win. I am so happy we got the win, but I am pissed off at the way we played to get it. 23 goddamn penalties. Are you kidding me? And the three in the fourth quarter and their drives that tied the game up that pretty much caught, almost cost us the damn game. Oh, anyway, I'm happy we got the win. I'm not happy about the way we played to get it. Oh, but I guess a win's a win, and I'll have to take it and be content with that. But I, we need to calm down on this penalties. Anyway, I'm looking forward to next week. I'm finally getting my ass in the seat for about the third, first time in about 13 years. But it'll be great. I'm hoping we can stomp the donkeys. And uh, go Raiders. Well, first off, thanks for the call, brother. And second off, thanks for coming all the way down here to the Coliseum and putting your butt in the seat because, you know what, it's fans like you and, and fans that travel that I really feel is uh, part of the heart of the and soul of this team's fan base. I mean, uh, really is amazing how many people travel to see this team. And those people... Uh, along with everybody else that goes, are going to make such a roar on Sunday that they're going to be able to hear it all the way across in San Francisco. (laughs) Because all they're doing is crying over there. I love it. Thanks for the call, brother. I know you're going to have a great time. And next, right here in Northern California, it's the Keep It Real Raider. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, what's up? This is the Keep It Real Raider out of Northern California. This one's going to be pretty short, but i got to keep it real with you. To the Chiefs game, you know, I listen to the show, and if I had to go off just the show alone, it would just sound like the sky was falling on the Raiders' season. Um, at that point, it put us at a 4-2 and two team, and uh, I know when it's 4-2, and two, it's hard to get excited about it, but I'm pretty sure you went as far as to say that you know, let's not so quickly anoint Derek Carr as a franchise QB. And I understand why we say those things. You know, we get emotional after fucked up losses to the Chiefs. Um, so I understand, but we got to keep it real, Raider Greg. Like, Derek Carr has a bad game doesn't mean he's not going to be a quarterback, you know. And um, and then the Jaguars, you know, we won, but it wasn't. we didn't win good enough or something. Just keeping it real. You're a Raider. I'm a Raider. So love. But hey, it's just the way I made peace with it. It's never going to look pretty when we win games. It's just not. It's just how Musgrave is going to be calling the games. If if it's tight or we're down, he's going to throw bombs. You know, that's what I'm seeing. If we're up, if we got a little lead, if time's on our side, he's going to throw these little shitty check down passes in. He's opening up the book for big moments. And that's what I'm saying. That's just how this team's going to win. So we're 6-2. and two. We can't freak out if we're not winning by 100 points. 
like some of these other teams. I know it's not as fun to watch or as easy to take, but this is the team we got. This is how this team is playing. This is how this team is going to win their games. But uh, I'm just keeping it real with the whole Raider Nation. All right. Keep a real Raider out. Peace. Oh, I hear you. And you know what? I'm here to take all the criticism. I've always said that. Say what you feel. You know, I'm. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I'm not going to be jumping down anybody's throat for, for calling me out. Yeah, I, when Carr doesn't play well, I get upset. And especially at this time, this is a pivotal moment for this team. Yeah, we've squeaked out some of these wins. But in order to make it to the show and bring home the trophy, we got to clean it way up. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking to, are we going to be able to beat the Patriots? Are we going to be able to beat, you know, at the time, uh, we, I don't even know if we're going to be able to beat the Steelers. But the, the dominant forces in the league, the, the real champion teams, I mean, that's who we need to beat. And we need to beat them. And it's very difficult to beat them when you're playing an unrhythmic offense with an anemic defense. Now, we're getting better. And Derek Carr, you know, as much as I, it frustrates me, it's not his fault. A lot of this is on Musgrave and uh, his play calling. So, listen, I want this team to win. Call me out anytime, bro. Keeping it real is good. And you call back again. But I'm calling it like I see it. And like I said, I'm just another fan like you guys. And I think, I think I'm right when it comes down to playing the elite teams in this league. We must improve and get better because I just don't know if we could face a team like the Patriots and win. So that's my point. I hope you take it well. Hey, man, call back in. It's always good, brother, because we're all part of the same nation, man. Our next call is Valley Raider. He's in the house. Strong Raider fan here. Very strong. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, are you not entertained? What a win for the Raiders. Derek Carr, 513 yards. Um. Well, I mean, that's an enough said. MVP. I already, I'm already announcing an MVP of the league so far. I think he's going to be at the MVP at the end of the year. Four touchdowns. Clutch. Um, I, I do not want to hear anybody else complaining or wondering, including you, Raider Greg, thinking um, maybe he's not, the, the, he's not going to be the guy. Come on, man. Do you want to see any more? Does he have to show you any more? Not very, enthused, not very enthused with all the penalties we had. I mean, come on. We set a damn, goddamn NFL record. Uh, but anyway, um, get ready for the most important game next Sunday night in the last 15 years of the franchise. Uh, this is it. It, it. It's time. It's time. We have, to, we have to take over. Take over the AFC West. It's a freaking wrap, bro. Um, last thing I want to hit on... Uh, I'm glad you mentioned about all the other the, the F-bombs on the last po- podcast that, we, that we've been dropping lately. Um, I'm sorry, my daughter is got, got to the point where she's becoming a huge Oakland Raider fan. Like, she's starting to get in arguments in, in, in her – she's a first grader. She's got, starting to get in arguments in class when she sees people with 
either a Niner, 49er, or, or Cowboy jersey on. She's turning into a straight black hole member, and very, very excited, very excited about that. And also getting ready to go down south. Gonna be there. Gonna be in Mexico City next on 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 not this this for the Monday night game. Gonna be down in Mexico City. Excited about that. Gonna um, hope the Raider Nation shows up. Hope Mexico's Raider Nation shows up. And this is Valley Raider, and I'm out. First, let me say yes. You know, I'm gonna call out Carr when he has a bad game, and you can call me out for calling him out if you like. And let's just not get too crazy because we beat Tampa Bay, bro. We we had 600, almost 700 yards to their pathetic 300 yards. Almost twice as many. Yes, he played a great game. Yes, he threw some great passes. But it's not like we beat the Broncos or we beat the Chiefs. Those are the teams that we must beat. And the last time we played the Chiefs, He didn't play very well. So I'm not calling him out to be the garbage quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He will be an MVP when we get to the show. Or even if we get in the playoffs, he probably get the MVP. Don't get me wrong. But I got to call it like I see it. He's developing. He's a good player, a great player. And as far as the F-bombs, bro, you know, my heart, and I'll tell you right now, my heart has changed 180 degrees when it comes to everything in my life. And I am blessed the fact that now your daughter can sit with you and listen to this show and not be offended or be taken into a bad direction by the language or the comments that we have on this show. It is a true blessing, bro. And you're a blessing to me as well. Have fun in Mexico, my man. Have a good time. And I know you'll be screaming your rear end off for our team. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is the Prez. He's in the house, represent big time, went to both games this year in Florida. This guy's good, good Raider fan. What's going on, my brother? Good morning, Raider Nation. This is the Prez. I had to get one in. I left Tampa Bay and it was a mighty fine time in Raider Nation. It was beautiful. I got a chance to meet Sir T. Smith, the Crusader Raider, Captain Jack, Kirk Brunson, and a whole slew fest of the Florida Raider Nation. It was beautiful. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad. It was a win. The penalties, you know, it is what it is. We came up out of there. You know, we stated the obvious, so no need to keep going back and forth and stuff like that. Let's just see what happens with the Denver Broncos. I mean, we'll find out are we contenders or pretenders. And the reason why I say that is, if we beat the Broncos, we're contenders. But however, if we lose to the the Broncos in Kansas City, then we've been pretenders to the throne. In other words, we've been believing the hype. Because like Greg said, and we both agreed or whatnot, that, you know, um, luck can only get you so far. But let me not contradict myself again. I don't want to be negative Nancy because, you know, the nation is feeling mighty fine. I want to share a little um, quick, little small, funny thing that happened. On my way to leaving uh, Tampa Airport, being this distinguished-looking guy, I thought he probably was an airport security or a manager. He was watching the game. He happened to be a Raiders fan. And we was boarding the plane, and Carr scored the touchdown to Seth Roberts, and we both 
hollered Raiders loud. We scared the hell out of everybody. I mean, it could have been a bad situation, and it didn't make it so bad that we also did the thunder bump also, too. It was it was fun. You, you probably can see the picture where I took on my Facebook page. If you friends with me on Facebook, it was hilarious. I, I had a real nice time. I got a chance to see my Navy buddies for my little reunion, and um, I couldn't ask for a more great time. I understand next year the big one's supposed to be Miami. I look forward for that, though. Ray Greg, Raider Randy, and Raider Nation, thank you so much as always. I look forward to Sunday. Uh, my chapter, uh, Raider Nation of Memphis, that I founded in Memphis, Tennessee, is having a um, tailgate party, and it's going to be real good this weekend. And uh, let's see what happens. Take care, Raider Nation, and let's get this. Raiders. Praise out. First, thank you for the call, man, because you always come with the wisdom. And I know the Raider Nation is deep and it's wide, and anywhere you go in the world, you can find a Raider fan. And I love your take on the wins. You don't want to be pretenders, and I know you don't want to rain any parade, but this is what I'm talking about. I mean, if we win on Sunday, that will be solid. I mean, there'll be no question that we have a quest for a ring. There'll be no doubt in anybody's mind that we can get it done in the playoffs. This is a game that we have got to win. We have to do it. We lost to Kansas City. We cannot lose to Denver. This is our division. This is what matters. And I feel you, man. I totally feel you. You are a great representation of the Raider Nation, my friend. And thank you for calling. And our next caller is the Chuck Town Raider. He's in the house. What's going on, bro? Raider Randy. Raider Greg. This is the Chucktown Raider. This is Martin from Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, uh, I, I have no complaints about the Tampa Bay game. I, I think I've got a different spin on it than most of the other Raider Nation. Uh, fact is, we've had a tough road to hoe for over a decade, and uh, I'm really happy. I'll take the win. Now, one thing I saw that a lot of other folks aren't talking about, and that's uh, how how the team has played together. Um, it wasn't the it wasn't the Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree uh, uh, show out there. Uh, it wasn't just the people you expect to make touchdowns. They're spreading the ball around. We had four touchdowns. We did that together. It was a team effort. It's something that I'm used to seeing when I watch the Patriots play. It's a team effort. Um, I like uh, I like how uh, we stuck together. We didn't give up in previous season, previous games and previous seasons. Uh, I've seen the the offense or the defense just uh, stop playing football. Act like they're tired. Act like uh, somebody slipped them a bunch of rupees or something. But uh, uh, but that didn't happen. They kept playing ball through the whole game, and they didn't quit. And uh, all the togetherness that I saw uh, on the field, I think uh, Coach Del Rio can take that same team play, and they could he can turn it into uh, into some discipline that'll knock out these penalties. And if we only if if we only reduce the penalties by half, I mean that's that's a hundred yards that we get back. I think everybody in the nation ought to be happy about that. If we get these penalties knocked down, I think uh, I think Denver is going to have a rough time uh, Sunday. But uh, of course, 
if we don't take care of the penalty problem, it goes about without saying that that uh, we're going to see uh, we've probably seen our last victory this season. But uh, any rate, I'm really happy. Uh, y'all have a great day uh, and go Raiders. Well, it's very well said, brother. I do notice that, and, and I am going to bring that up as well. They are playing as a team. They're playing as a team. The offense is complementing the defense, is complementing the special teams, and it's it's totally visible on the field. This team is starting to gel hard. We just got to clean it up, like you said, and let's see what happens, man. We must beat the Broncos. This is a huge game. I think we can do it. We're at home. There's no reason we can't. We have the talent. We just have to have the coaching staff and the players. Everyone has to buy in. It has to be a team win, just like you say. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, out of Houston, Texas, Raider Roadblock is in the house. What you got for us, brother? Yo, what's up, Raider Nation, Raider Greg? This is Raider Roadblock calling out of Houston, Texas. Man, I've been a Raider fan all my life, and uh, I got to say I love what I'm seeing this year. You know, I go back to week one in New Orleans when Captain Jack said, we're going for two, and at first I was like, man, what is he doing? But then I sat back and I said, you know what? The old Raiders, we kicked that extra point, and we let Breeze go down the field and get a field goal or touchdown, and we lose that game. So I was, I was on board. Let's do it. And he's been so aggressive this year with all his play calls and going for it on fourth down. I think only one time this year I've kind of been like, I don't know if we should do it right there. But this came last week in Tampa. It was like all these penalties, incredible. As a Raiders fan, you already know they're going to throw the flags on us. It's happening. They hate us, and we love it. But this was ridiculous. It was absolutely insane. It was just like, oh, man, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot again. But there's something different about this team. They persevered. They pulled through. They they showed what being a Raider is about. Even when everybody hates you, that's when you love it the most, and you stick it to them. My girl was sitting there last week against that Jacksonville game, and she said, well, what's wrong? They won. You should be happy. I said, yeah, we won. But I feel more like Jacksonville lost than we won. And I thought they were going to do that again this week. And you spoke the truth the way you talked about that Jacksonville game and how it wasn't good. Yeah, we got the win, but it wasn't what we wanted. Not the way you want to win the game. But they did it this week in Tampa. I thought it was going to be a trap game. It was going to be a real difficult win for them. And they pulled it out. And Derek Carr was amazing. Just absolutely amazing. And all this MVP talk, I was nervous about it. Like, hey, calm down, pump your brakes. But, you know, he's proven to be the man. Now, this game we got Sunday night against Denver. We had a chance earlier on against Kansas City to handle our business, and we let that one slip through. You absolutely cannot. If we have any aspirations of going to the playoffs and doing some damage in the playoffs, you've got to beat teams like this. And it is time for them to do it. This is the game of the year right here, right now. Raider Nation, we're going to be ready. We're going to be in that black hole, and we don't give a damn about no Denver-ass donkeys. We're going to put it on them. And if you want to be about it, you've got to do it this week. I'm so proud of this team right now, and uh, let's go, Raider Nation. Get it done. Well said, brother. Well 
said, because this is the game of the season. This is where the culmination of all the good that we've got done this year, it has to come all to one game. All the positives that we have gained throughout this year must show up in Oakland on the 6th of November, brother. And this is the big game. So we got to be in the house. We got to be loud. We got to be proud. You know the Raider Nation will do our part. And I have a really good feeling about this game. For some reason, I have a really good feeling about this game. So let's get it done. I can't wait. If we win this game, yes, the playoffs are definitely open for the Raiders. And boy, what a feeling that is. Haven't felt it in over a decade, bro. Thank you for the call. And next from Binghamton, New York, we got Raider Justin in the house. What's happening, brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is uh, Justin from Binghamton, New York. I called in once last year. I wanted to call again and check in uh, about midway point. Look, it's been uh, been some ugly games. It's been some penalty-ridden games. Um, but I'm out there to throw out some positivity to Raider Nation. Um, you know, we were 7-9 last year. We are one game from that all the way through. It's looking like a playoff team. I'm telling you, Derek Carr is my boy. Like, as long as we got him and Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper, we got a shot. Um, and in the immortal words of Bill Parcells, man, you are what your record says you are. We're 62. You know, there's a lot of stuff we got to clean up. Um, I'm convinced, I'm convinced there's a, there's a conspiracy against us and the NFL or something because there's no way with as many coaches, with this many uh, players coming in and out, that we should have this, the penalties we have every game. I know we deserve some of them, but there's got to be there's got to be something. Um, but for the last couple of weeks, I've heard a lot of Raider Nation be worried. I heard a lot of them say we weren't going to make it. And, you know, at the end of the day, we just keep winning. We find ways to win. It's ugly. It's terrible. But uh, just win, baby. And that's what Al said. And that's all we got to do. Peace out, Raider Nation. Well, thank you for the call, brother. But I got to tell anybody who thinks there's conspiracy theory, I mean, there may be a couple of flags, but 23? No, 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 no. I watched this game over and over. Yeah, there's the usual two or three that we don't deserve, but I'm telling you, man, 12 guys on the field, really? Not confirming to the referee that you're an available uh, receiver? Really? I mean, those are real penalties. Now, I will take the hard hits. I'll take, you know, anything that do with a during-the-game penalty, as long as it's not, you know, a pre-snap, which is what kills us. I mean, that kills us. But if you're hitting hard, you're playing hard, you get caught holding a little bit, hey, that's the game. Every team does it. Everybody does it. We have to overcome these. This reminds me of the Raiders of the 70s, like I've said all this show. They overcame all those penalties to be champions we can do that here too, but the stupid penalties, we, we got to get rid of those, bro. Uh, and those are our fault. There's no conspiracy at all, um, as far as I can see. Uh, we got to be able to rise above them and beat them like we did in Tampa. It, we, we had 200 yards given to the other team. We still won. Can't do that at Denver, though. That ain't going to happen. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the Dark Star Raider out of Chicago. What you got for us, brother? 
up, guys? This is Dark Star Mike from Chicago. Uh, and by the time the phone line is on, I'm sure Raider Greg, Raider Ray, you probably ripped the Raiders pretty something fierce. But let's just keep in mind, you know, we did win, and I think the motto is just win, baby, something like that. Uh, you know, I, I like the analogy that you used last week with Musgrave saying this is an old lady driving a Corvette. Uh, you know, I would probably liken it to this is a Lamborghini that needs a tune-up, you know? Um, it, this is a really, really good team with a shit ton of talent. Uh, the penalties obviously are not... Uh, this defense is improving, um, but... <laughs> You know, what are we going to do here with this uh, this kind of game? This is the craziest fucking game I've ever seen. And, you know, I've been following this team since the Stabler days, man. So for that, us to set the fucking NFL record and uh, still come out on top, um, that is really a feat to behold. And I was at a bar, the Raider Bar, Little Fort Tavern in Chicago. It's a Raider Bar, packed full of Raider fans. We were going nuts, but it was like the hand of God holding us back. You know, every time this penalty would come up, it was just, and, and they just kept going. They kept going, and it's, uh, it's really something to see. This season is one of the craziest things I've ever seen, and we've got a ton of talent. I don't know, next week is going to be the test, man, you know, uh, Sunday night. Raider Nation, man, <laughs> get ready, because Armageddon is, Soon approaching. So uh, go Raider Nation. Oh, no. I Listen, we beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bro. They haven't won a home game this season. They're not like the juggernauts of the league, but it is a football team. They get paid, too. So at any given Sunday, I mean, they can light it up. But the penalties, hey, like in Stapler's time, we overcame all those penalties. The penalties did not dictate the victory. And we must, if we're going to have that many penalties, we got to play better. And if, if we got half as many penalties, like another caller said, we would have destroyed this team. And if you look at any of the stats, we did destroy Tampa Bay, and we should have put them away, period, without overtime. That, that was not necessary. We got to clean it up. This next game is the game of the season. We must win this game. And I don't care how we win it. If we have 40 penalties, if we get the W, that'll be all right with me because that just shows that this is a true Raider team that's playing it the Raider way because this is who we were in the 70s and this is who we are today. I'm kind of liking it. I'm liking the fact that we're hitting hard. I'm liking the fact that we're putting two other teams. I like it. So let's keep going. Let's get that victory on Sunday. Thank you for the call, brother. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, well, Raider Nation, that will do it for this episode of the Raider Nation Podcast. I'll remind you again that uh, we got to clean it up on the bone line for those young Raider fans. Uh, we got to be able to include them in this show. I want to expand the fan base 
because they deserve to listen to a show that's free from the F-bombs, if you know what I mean. All right, man, this is going to be it. You're going to hear me next next Monday, next week, talking about this game. I want to be talking about a victory. I want to talk about the insanity of going to the playoffs and winning. you got to do it. And if you're going to the game, I want you leaving that game with no voice, zero voice, because that is how I'm leaving it. Let's do this, Raiders. I am Raider Greg, and I am 